Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Moss. This is where we discuss how to live in this crazy Latter-day world and stay on the covenant path. Hello, my beautiful friends. I have missed you guys so much. I'm so excited to be talking with you today, and um, this has blessed my life so much to be able to study this topic because I had an experience last week that just kind of surprised me how difficult it was, and I just felt really alone. I felt so alone, and so I was uh, praying at a different time about what the podcast should be about this week. And this phrase came to my mind. There are more with us. And um, that just made me have like a flash of all these memories and thoughts and things. So I'm excited to talk to you about this today. I'm sure you've had a similar experience where you felt alone. Like people around you Maybe they don't understand like the intricacies of what you're going through or the opposition that you're feeling is, and it can just feel very isolating. I had an experience uh, a couple years ago that was really difficult for me. I was in the middle of having hyperemesis with my third child, And, um, for some reason, this pregnancy was so much harder than the other two, probably because I had two little kids running around and I was super sick. Um, and I remember this one day where I was just sure there was no way I was going to make it to the finish line of birth. I felt at the end of the line, I felt very weak and ill and just so alone. And I asked my husband for a blessing And some of the sweetest words I've ever heard were spoken. The Lord described to me in detail that there were so many people who were with me at that moment who were from the other side of the veil. That the people who were with me not only loved me, but that they cared and were invested in what I was experiencing at that time and what my life had in store. This beautiful, difficult experience that I had shifted my whole perspective going forward. It wasn't that I had never thought about angels or ancestors. I had thought about those things, but I had never really put them into practice thinking that they were really with me in my experiences. But now I've realized that it's not just me. None of us on this earth are alone in our mortal journey. We're all so important to Heavenly Father and His plan It wouldn't make sense that he would want us to try to go at this alone. Our lives and our choices are supported by so many people that we cannot see. My 
hope and prayer today is that we can all have a clearer understanding of what's described in the scripture in 2 Kings when Elisha said, quote, they that be with us are more be with them, they that be with them, end quote. That's in 2 Kings 6, 16. And Elisha was saying that to his young friend, who was really scared when he saw the army coming at them. And his young friend was able to have eyes to see and was astounded by the horses and the chariots of fire that were coming to their aid. We too have those horses and those chariots of fire by means of angels who can come to our rescue and come to be with us. There are angels from the other side who want to support and love us. And that can be easily overlooked because we're busy. We've got a lot of things going on. But I want to testify to you that those angels are active parts of your life and my life. And the more that we try to understand and see where they fit in, the more we will see that manifesting. Those angels can be described as ancestors or friends of ours, loved ones from the pre-existence, and other people who are very interested in making our purpose come through in this life. Angels who are with us are much like the angels that are spoken of in the scriptures. They come to minister to us, to teach us, and to comfort Their purpose is to help clarify and cheerlead us to attain our purpose and missions in this life. Elder Holland spoke of this saying, Usually such beings are not seen. Sometimes they are. But seen or unseen, they are always near. Sometimes their assignments are grand and have significance for the whole world. Sometimes the messages are more private. And then Elder Holland said this about the stresses specifically of our time. There is, quote, ethical, moral, and spiritual decay seen in populations large and small, at home and abroad. But I testify that angels are still sent to help us even as they were sent to help Adam and Eve, to help the prophets, and indeed to help the Savior of the world himself. Matthew records in his gospel that after Satan had tempted Christ in the wilderness, quote, angels came and ministered unto him, end quote. Even the Son of God, a God himself, had a need for heavenly comfort during his sojourn in mortality, end quote. If you're feeling particularly alone and heartbroken over a friend's decision or a child who's struggling, feeling so sad about a diagnosis that seems hopeless or a collection of many little things 
that have become so big and so scary. In those moments, you have the power to call upon the ministering of angels, to ask the Lord to bring you or to bring attention to the already established legion of those on the other side wanting to show their support to you. God promised us that, quote, I will go before your face. I will be on your right hand and on your left, and my spirit shall be in your hearts and mine angels round about you to bear you up, end quote. That's D&C 8488. When the Lord promises that he will go before our face, that is a very sure promise. That's a promise that we can hold on to and cash in. He is bound by eternal law to be with us when we are following him. There are not just angels in heaven, but angels too on earth. Jeffrey R. Holland said, quote, Some of them we walk and talk with here now every day. Some of them reside in our neighborhoods. Some of them gave birth to us. And in my case, one of them consented to marry me, end quote. And that's true. Patricia Holland is an angel on this earth, and we all know it. So I agree with you, Elder Holland. When my husband was gone at training for six months, my senses were acutely aware to the angels that were in my life. There were multiple times where I thought, I am completely alone with these children, and I am drowning. And almost instantly, someone would come and ring the doorbell with a treat or text me that they were bringing dinner in an hour. Or they would just show up and ask to play with my kids so I could lay down. Those people who showed up for me and my family in that way made their alignment with God so clear to me. Their timing was so precise, helpful, and powerful that angelic is the only term appropriate to suit their service. Their manifestation in my life testified of God every time. I'm sure you've had angels in your life, whether it be the man in the car in front of you who paid for your lunch or the sister who rocked your baby while you wrestled your toddler in church, or the mom who always knows what to say and when to say it. Whoever your angels are, they have shown up to give you love and comfort because you are important, to minister to you as a token of kindness and a testament that you're cared for and you are seen by God and his servant who ministered to you. So I had this thought. I know because I know so many of you who have reached out and I've spoken with that you are angels to so many So I want you to recognize that when we're talking about angels, 
heaven and earth side. It would be remiss if I were not to mention you. You are an angel to your family, to your friends. You are an angel to those who you're kind to at the gas station or who you have patience with when they cut you off in traffic. Your righteous tenacity and choices have not only blessed yourself and those who are around you right now, but it blesses those who follow you in this life. Your decisions to have faith in God is affecting the future of your children and your grandchildren. Your righteousness is strengthening and affecting their future lives and choices. You are actively being an angel right now. It's hard to sometimes mentally comprehend how influence can affect others, but I am 100% confident in saying that I know your choices have benefited many more than you could possibly imagine. Your ability to continually strive for good is actively helping God's plan. You have a team of angels with you as you serve and as you struggle and as you ask the Lord, am I really doing your work because I don't feel valuable? You are valuable. You are immeasurable to the Lord and to his heavenly family. I hope you know that you have a legion of support, heaven and earth side, and that your understanding of how loved and worthwhile you are can help you see how many people are cheering you on and rooting for your success. God loves you so much, and his children love you too. And all those things that seem unnoticed that you have done in your life is blessing so many people. So keep going and keep doing it. And I'm going to keep going and keep doing it. I'm so proud of you.